0: visit ElkinsConsulting.com and schedule a one-time 90-minute StrengthsFinder session. Very few things scare me. Regret is one. Last week, I had the opportunity to be interviewed for two different podcasts, The Morning High Five, hosted by Amanda Lund, and The Impactful Leadership Show, hosted by Greg McDonough. These are really different kinds of shows. Morning High Five is a high-energy show committed to getting our day started with a positive can-do message. And the Impactful Leadership Show is exactly what you'd think. Greg interviews a variety of high-impact leaders, asking them questions about the common misconceptions around leadership, things maybe they didn't realize until later on in their leadership journeys. I highly recommend both shows, They're hosted by curious, thoughtful people, and they make a positive difference in the lives of the people who listen to them. They do a fabulous job in very different ways. So surprisingly enough, as I reflected on the two interviews after, I realized a common theme had emerged, avoiding regret. I've been a story maker for most of my life, taking risks, having adventures, making sure I spend my days with intention. And I didn't realize this until recently, that avoiding regret has been a thing I've been doing since I was 19 and decided to spend a semester as a study abroad student in Australia. I was broke. I worked two jobs that summer before I left so I could afford to go. And when I got there, I did odd jobs for cash. On my return trip, I had a two-week stopover in New Zealand. I arrived with 100 New Zealand dollars, not even enough to spend the night in hostels for that time, and certainly not enough to eat every day. I hitchhiked all over, bartered a bed at hostels for kitchen cleaning, and even picked mussels out of the beach to eat one night. I lost 12 pounds in 14 days, and wow, what an amazing adventure. Early in my business as a communication coach, I had a big aha moment. The majority of people don't live the way I live. Most people seem to think they have lots of time to try new things, that the trip to Europe they've always wanted to take will come along eventually, that their fascination for the pottery wheel or painting is a hobby that can wait until they're retired, and that they'll relax spend quality time with their partner, friends, or kids when they're on vacation later in the year. They just don't have time now. I've shared this story before, and it's worth sharing again. One of my first clients hired me because she wanted to be more assertive at work. During our first session, she mentioned a dream of a side hustle of sewing a special pattern she had developed. She loved to sew had a room full of fabric collected over the years, and a high-end sewing machine she had invested in when her granddaughter was born because she wanted to sew clothes for her. I asked if she had sold any of the design, these special bags she had created, and she said she had given a few away and they've been absolutely loved by the recipients. Each friend that received one of these bags suggested that if she made more, they'd be happy to buy them from her. At the end of that first session, I asked her how long it took to make one bag, start to finish. She said that she had all the materials ready and could have a bag complete in about 20 minutes. So for her homework between sessions, I asked her to make two bags and take pictures of them for me. Our next session began, and after hearing griping about work and working through some of What might have been more useful conversation at work? We dove deeply into a discussion about how much happier she would be if she had supplemental income to help with travel, to care for her mother, and to spend more time with her granddaughter. I asked her about the sewing project. Sarah, I was just so tired after work these past couple of weeks, so drained from the obnoxiousness in the office. I just didn't have the energy to sew. I told her I understood. I asked her to try again before our next session, and she agreed. At our third session, she had more reasons that she didn't spend the 40 minutes necessary to sew two bags. Jane, here's the thing. If you don't take this first step, you'll regret not trying. If you don't take a few small steps each week, tiny steps, toward what you really want, We're going to be having this exact same conversation a year from now, two years from now, five years from now. And it breaks my heart to think of you in five years, looking back and being filled with regret that you didn't start now. I'm concerned that if you won't even take this single step toward your future, none of the work we're doing together will be applied to improving your work life either. She promised to take a few steps before our next session, but she didn't. She was too tired after work. She was watching her granddaughter a couple of evenings that week. She wasn't inspired. The list went on. That was our last session. I refunded her payment for the rest of the program. I knew neither of us were going to get what we wanted out of the relationship, that my attempts at encouraging her weren't going anywhere. I asked if she wanted a referral for another coach, someone that maybe she'd have more success with, and she turned me down. As far as I know, she hasn't started that business of making those amazing bags. During my two interviews last week, that was the memory that came back to me. It made me sad. So for the morning high five, I said, Some days it's hard to be motivated. I get it. It's those days that I choose to take small steps to avoid future regret. I do a couple of things that have the potential to bring me future income and maybe something that has the potential to keep my relationships strong into the future. Simply put, I take a few small steps that my future self will thank me for. That could be reaching out to a former client to check in. And maybe ask for an introduction, creating content for a future podcast episode, blog post, or social media post, or simply spending intentional time on LinkedIn, connecting with people in my network by reading their posts, commenting on them, and sharing them. And for a relationship, I might just make a special dinner for my husband, knowing that my future self will be grateful that I invested my time. On our relationship. Whatever steps I take, I realize I'm building momentum. I give myself a 15 minute task and end up getting inspired to spend another 15 or even 30 minutes. And when I go to bed at night, I feel so much more satisfied with my day. When Greg from the Impactful Leadership Show asked me to share three misconceptions about leadership storytelling, I mentioned these. People believe that as a leader, they must share big, epic stories in order to engage an audience. People believe that as a leader, it's not necessary to share personal stories. And in contradiction to that one, some people believe that as a leader, it's critical to share deeply vulnerable stories. None of those are true. And if you want to learn why, you'll love the episode when it's published. So keep your eyes open for an announcement in a couple of weeks. As part of the interview, Greg asked me this insightful question. It's great to look back to find those pivotal leadership moments and collect them. I love that idea. But what about every day? What about present day? That's when my memory of that client came rushing back to me. I said, absolutely, Greg. Everyday activities are your future stories. That's why it's so important to be fully present. So you catch them when the most meaningful moments are right in front of you. That's also why it's so important to live your life and choose your actions and behaviors with intention, knowing that you're building future stories today. Your actions and behaviors must be in alignment with how you want to know yourself how you want others to know you. So when you're driving your 13-year-old to soccer practice and your head just isn't in the moment, you become aware quickly because that 13-year-old will drive herself pretty soon. That 13-year-old will be out of your house before you know it. That precious moment will be lost. Is this distracted person the one you want her to know? Friends, if there's one thing you remember from this episode of the Your Stories Don't Define You podcast, one thing you choose to take action on, make it this. Take small steps every single day to avoid future regret. Take small steps every single day that your future self will thank you for. Thank you.